Hello, Skyfarers. Uh, this is uh the the car. Um, I'm doing the intro today. Uh, I'm Alexander Kern, and joining me today is the Arknot Admiral Lee Edwards. Hi. And Maximus Prime, the the deckhand. Hello. Uh, and today we have been nominated by Luke Stone from uh, from Cinderfall Gaming to do the um, I the I am a war gamer. <clears throat> yes. Yes. Um. So we're we're going to do that. Just run through some questions of like how we started into the hobby and. Um, how we started into YouTube, and any uh, advice we can give to YouTubers, up-and-coming hobbyists, up-and-coming hobbyists, or YouTubers. Yeah, because we're um, really professional. Yeah, we're very <laughs> professional. Very successful, honestly. It's just just drowning in the YouTube ad revenue <laughs> right now. Um, so... First question, I guess, or or do we just want to go just go through what we did and what we've done um, hobby wise beforehand? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Lee, have you been up to anything? Uh, a little. I I don't know. You can see. I've been playing around. Uh, there's the middle of the screen. We're trying to make my tokens for Aether Gold. So I've been experimenting oh, yeah. with um, blue stuff and milliput to try and make like a porthole thing with rivets um, and just yeah, just generally experimenting with that. But it's mixed results. I've got like fifty of fifty of these things. And they've actually all got like a massive recess underneath, which I didn't know they were going to have. So I might buy something different now and not use them at all. Yeah. I mean, it's better than the the standard tokens you get in the the box. Yeah. Hopefully. um, I've got to, I got to get, I got to find something gold for them. Yeah. Um, Max, you been up to anything? Uh, yes, I've been desperately trying to figure out what list I want to take to the German Tabletop Championship in October because I need to send in the list uh, in a week from now. I have absolutely no idea what to play, so I'm trying to play different lists and testing. And apart from that, painting up Thunderers because I was also testing the 20-man Cron uh, deploy and delete list with a little change in it. And the today I, just, I got a hand on some some ether wings. Maybe try those out as a little screen. But generally, yeah, we're a bit busy. What about you? Um, uh, nothing official. I, nothing is in official playing in tournaments. There's nothing going on down here. I think for until next year. So I'm just trying out fun lists. Trying out. Uh, playing a bit of Daughters of Cain, playing a bit of uh, Caradrons. Yeah. Still trying out uh, 
some ideas, just ideas we've gotten from here, Tubman's list and um, mm-hmm. it's going mm-hmm. well. It's going pretty well. Um, so, should we do this thing or first question? Yeah. more. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about KO. Well, we can always go on a tangent. You know, we're, we're good at that. <laughs> so, what's, um, what's your dilemma on your list, uh, Max? Uh, part of me. What's, what's your dile- dilemma? Because there's three lists that you're <sighs> deciding between. I don't know, because they all sound fun and interesting. But then I'm either it's too much on the funders, then I don't know, it's all in one boat. Either it's just 10 funders, then I'm not sure if to do enough damage. There's no funders and uh, two boats or three boats. So it's different, you know, it's difficult. We have got all these points reductions and still I feel there's not enough points to fit in everything I want in a list. <laughs> uh, but I guess this is just um, complaining on a high level. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe the safe way is to just play something that I've played before at the tournament because this is my first five game two-dayer uh, to just be safe and don't do stupid mistakes because I don't know the list. I just play mm-hmm. something I'm I'm familiar with. Yeah, do something you know how to play. Um, mm-hmm. What list do you usually use? <laughs> I swapped around, but the last one was uh, two two tens Arcanauts, the Iron Sky Command with two times six Energy Riggers, an Iron Cloud, of course, uh, Dirigible Suit, Chemist with the Vortex Navigator, and uh, a Gun Holder, because I like to have two boats to have just the option to have to split my army and to offer two different threats to my enemy, so that he needs to decide go left, go right be in the backfield, go forward. The Arcanauts are basically there to screen and to set on objectives. I, in yeah. some deployments, I feel like 10 are not enough to cover everything, especially if you need to deploy on the on the long side and you don't have a corner, which is, I think, only one or two battle plans. But uh, it's it's nice to have that, that safety, and they do a good job. And that's what they're there for in my army. Maybe not go with the Vortex. I don't know. People now expect it and they know what's happening. So it's, just, it up, it's, a, it's kind of a one-trick pony. It's fun. It's it's worth it for the points. It works. I don't know. Well, so what you're saying is we need, to, we need to find the next endless spell <laughs> now. Yeah, playing around with the, the Realms Corruptor because from what I'm reading, it's, mm. it's great because it... It basically what the vortex does it it reduces the movement because it forbids running and flying. So that's if there's a flying unit. If you're playing against someone who doesn't have a flying unit, it doesn't work as well. Uh, but the rupture just automatically halves the movement characteristic. So your yeah. Archeon is half moved. Your uh, stone horns, your orcs, whatever the pigs, whatever running towards you, which you want to keep away as as long as possible from your shooting army. Uh, that's a good thing, but it seems a bit fiddly how to set it up because it can only move length, like forwards, lengthwise, and you need to go over the battle line and and touch it. So it's like a also one thing. I don't know. I'll have to try it out. I have it here somewhere because I bought those spells to do some conversions. 
uh, it'd be an easy, yeah. an easy thing to get ready before the tournament. I used that thing at CanCon. It was it was all right. Um, it's so it's really good when you kind of you you deploy a bit forward, so not entirely in the corner to kind of bait them into attacking you. So yeah, mm -hmm. you come with your big unit. They try to hit through your screen. Then you ram scope rupture, and then you teleport over to the other side of the board, leaving mm -hmm. their heavy hitting unit kind of stuck for a turn or two. Yeah, that's that's the idea to like slow down one half and then shoot off the other half of third of yeah. the enemy. And so it takes longer for them to get to you. They can apply all the all their output at once where we can because we just teleport. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it didn't maybe, work every maybe. time, but it worked sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh, and it's 20 points less, so maybe gives you a bit of wiggle room. Stick in some ether wings, I don't know. What does get run? Yeah, uh, that's also uh, what I'm aiming to, to be around 1980, 1970 points, because having a triumph is just so powerful uh, in KO, because you can double down on the gold and the... Yeah, and you can get gold to hit and to wound. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. Yep. So, should we answer some questions? That's, what I think, what the, the viewers are here for. <laughs> there aren't any. There's no viewers at the moment. No, <laughs> yes. Oh, they, they will. They will follow once they hear these uh, answers. So, Lee, what about you? How, how did you get into wargaming? The origin um, story of Lee. Yeah. Yes, let's hear it. I'm, I'm sure we might have actually done this before at some point. I mean, me and Quan, I think, have done it. But, well, this is my second bout into Wargaming, which is probably the same for most people, because mm -hmm. most people probably get into it as a kid. Um, I don't know. Do we talk about the first time or the second time? Both. Or both. Both. Um, both is good. I don't know how I got into it the first time. I think... I definitely remember a situation in school where uh, we had like an end of year or an end of term thing where you could bring in toys um, in like middle school and someone brought in some like Dark Elder 40k models and I thought, what is this? This is pretty cool and they're explaining what it was and then yeah, it was definitely around that sort of age that I got into it. How does a kid um, explain Dark Eldar? Like, hey, these are my sadistic murder elves who sold their souls and now need to torture people for all of eternity to even stay alive. Like, I didn't just, even know yay. that. <laughs> it was just, no, it was like, oh yeah, they're, they're spaceships are pretty cool. That's yeah. Awesome. yeah. So, I think they were part of some start spots with space marines. Because I, yeah, I, I used edition. to have some laying around. I never know how I got hands on Dark Guild. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, cool. Yeah, I got into it um, and didn't know what I was doing at all. And what uh, was your, your army or your theme that you I went had, after? I had Space Marines. Mm -hmm. And I got like a set. It was like a big box. With, all I remember is it had like this red measuring stick in it. I yes, I still have those. And now they're all like... Oh. <laughs> yeah. From hitting each other all the time. Yeah, no, I just I remember, from like, the plastic mm. gets old and it just curves. <laughs> oh, we had so many just whack people with them. Yeah. yeah. You start off with, like, I don't know if you have it in other countries, but in 
British primary schools, you get taught to play the recorder. Yes. Um, that has like a little cleaning stick yes. that you poke in it, and that gets used as swords as well. So you start off in primary school, you have your recorder stick, and you hit people with that. And then, and then in middle school, you move on to your measuring stick. So you get a new plastic stick to hit people with, which is a which is instead of being black and boring, it's just bright red. And fun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I did that. I, um, yeah, I painted them all like black. And I just remember, I remember one occasion I was with one of my mates, was around my house, my parents were out and were painting. And we were doing something. I think I'd glued like a motorbike onto the base already. And I was trying to cut it off so I could make it do a wheelie. That's what you do when you're like oh, 10, yeah. 10 or whatever. Awesome. And I was using like a, a pen knife with like a serrated blade. It was, it's not a hobby knife at all. And I just completely sliced my thumb open. That was fun. Oh no. Luckily, the parents arrived home shortly shortly after it happened. That was quite lucky. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, and I got like loads of polystyrene to try and make a table to play on. Um, mm-hmm. And then when I did get into Warhammer the second time around, later on, and I started making a table, and I actually got my dad to help me with making the table. It's like, oh, not this again. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think he's still got that. I think I think he's still got that polystyrene somewhere. <laughs> From the first yeah. time around. Yeah. So. I remember first, first attempts at making terrain were just... They were a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like the... The rolls, the, the the cardboard rolls from toilet paper, the leftovers, and yeah, polystyrene from boxing material, but the, like the, the the rough stuff that was everywhere, but not where you wanted it. Yeah, and these little yeah. white pieces and little balls of it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and then this uh, the second time around was surely again because of. Friends were getting into it, and they were like in a group chat, sending pictures of like one of the starter sets, saying that they were going to get uh, half each or something. And I was like, "God, that's like fifty pounds. That's ridiculous for some plastic models." Uh, <laughs> little <laughs> design. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. No. I mean, that's ridiculous. Can... I need to get myself some of that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I, I didn't want to at first. I was very dubious because I don't know. But you, if, it's one of these things. If you get exposed to things enough, you, it starts to play in your mind. You start looking at you look at things in more detail as opposed to just dismissing them at first. And I looked at some of the models and I thought, I'll just go and look in the shop just to see what there is. <laughs> and then I saw KO. I thought, those guys have got guns. They've got guns and they're going to be using swords. And I've got guns if I buy them. And they have swords, so I'll just, yeah, I'll do that. That'd be fun. Little did, little did I know how unpopular shooting would be in AP6 because people don't like it when they've got swords and you've got guns. No, they don't. <laughs> Start complaining it's not user interactive or, or, or one sided or whatever. Is that a fun hobby? We're not here in, for the fun. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I saw I saw the KO 
and I saw Brock. Um, and when I was a kid, I never had like one of those. I had like some tanks. I had like a Lehman Roth and a Razorback and some other things. But I remember one of my mates had like the Chaos Dreadnought. Mm-hmm. And I just remember one of the times we played, he had his Chaos Dreadnought and I had like the Space Marines all circled around it and it just killed them all. And oh. it really annoyed wow. me that I didn't have the, the cool big thing. So I thought, right, I'm going to get, you know, the cool thing for that army, which is Brock. Because I was like, I'm not buying the ship as my first purchase. Because the ship's The cool thing. <laughs> so I Surely thought, it's the ironclad. Well, yeah, but I didn't want to spend that much money because at that time I was cheapest yeah. of the hobby and stuff. I was like, well, he's cheap. He's not actually that expensive. He does fly, and he's got mustache guns. Mustache. So, yeah, mustache guns. You know what you're gonna need, and a top hat. Mm-hmm. So, so I went for that, um, and some rivers, and then got very annoyed by trying to glue rock to the light stand. Oh yeah, because I tried to use plastic glue. That doesn't work. Doesn't work because it's a different type of plastic. Or it does, I think, if you wait long enough. It's some, some kind of, it's a weird, hard plastic kind of thing. Acrylic. Um, but yeah, you would use super Or to go yeah. like, man, that's what I did in the end. I ended up using a nail. I just went through the day. <clears throat> um, so yeah, so then, and then because I have one of these sorts of personalities where once I start getting involved in something, I just get... Um, You're either not in it, or... 120% yeah. Yeah. in it. Yeah, 120%. That's it. <clears throat> that's yeah. my life now. <laughs> that just, yeah, it just become that. And then next thing, you, like, I don't know, sometime later, on was end up in it. Yeah. Um, oh, we, uh, we can go into the the, the, the beginnings of, of Ethercast later. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll skip back to one mm. of you two. Who wants to go next? Alex, how did you fall into this trap that is Warhammer? Uh, all right. Well, I um uh just as I mean, I I started this thing when I was like eleven. Um, basically, went one one day visited a games workshop and. Saw this this like Mines of Moria setup they had there. They had this kind of pillar, yes, <clears throat> yes, built up where they where they had the whole Mines of Moria kind of going around the side with steps, and the whole thing was looked like basically the entire Mines of Moria from the movie with the okay. the, the Lord of the Rings starter set on the top, and the bottom had a bridge and a Balrog and like the crumbling stairs, and mm-hmm. so you know I, just... I thought that was what. No, go on, go on. Uh, so I, I, I thought that was super cool, and I pestered my parents to get get me one of those those Lord of the Rings starter sets. Um. So yeah, first thing I got on like eleventh birthday, um, Mines and Moria starter set, Fellowship of the Ring, couple goblins, cave troll. Um and terrain too. Yeah. Uh so uh 
I, I basically just got stuck in from there. So, like, at the start, I was playing with my dad, um, trying to find Lord of the Rings players, like, going to games workshops, trying to find people to play with. No one mm-hmm. really played Lord of the Rings where, where I, in, in Australia or around that time anymore. I think it never, it never got that popular, did it? Or it, it died off pretty quick after the movies had finished. Um, I just know like two or three people who do it. Yeah. So didn't have a lot of luck there, but everyone seemed to be playing the 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 space the the, the game with the space marines and the guns. So I got that starter set uh, eventually. Um, I think that uh, I played. Hmm. No, I, I, I think uh, the orcs. The orcs were the ones I used out of the starter set the most. But I pretty much immediately got onto. Well, my dad got onto eBay, um, looking at one of these armies, and I got into Necrons. That's basically my first big army that I was that I started getting, and I painted them terribly with like bright silver with a an ochre one ochre orange arm. Don't know why, but that was that was the, what made them different. That was what made mm. them special. They had a, they had an orange arm. Is that where they um, got the idea for Star Wars with C-3PO's red arm? They stole it from you. <laughs> Ah, you should you should get some royalties there. <laughs> Claiming something. <laughs> um, no, so yeah, and then yeah, do, I just stuck with Necrons for the longest time. So Necrons was my thing for years. Um, so I was like the the you could get lots of little armies. But I'd prefer just having, instead of having lots of medium or normal sized armies, you just go all in and just keep going with one mm-hmm. big army that just slowly grows. Um, so, I, yeah, I, I think fantasy, I, I started, I eventually started it, but that was pretty late along the track. So it was only like a couple of years before Fantasy just rebooted. Um, started Tomb Kings. Uh, that was, they were cool. I, I liked the, 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 the Egyptian look. Um, you got, you had chariots and you had sphinxes and you had mm. a weird kind of magic system that was different from everyone else's magic system. Um, they weren't great. But yeah, they were fun. Then, then fantasy rebooted, and um, I think I, I sold my Tomb Kings pretty much because I, I I didn't like how AOS was going. Uh, this new AOS thing and the round bases and the funky rules. So I kind of sold my Tomb Kings, played a bit with some demons, um, <clears throat> and kind of left it at that. Focused more on forty k until. Carol Noblots came along and I was really, really liked the airships. Really, really liked the airships. Um, could never justify getting them though, because they did cost, like, at least says, they'd cost a lot. 
until I found a guy on Facebook selling a whole bunch of them for relatively cheap. And the only, well, you know, maybe missing some heads, missing just a couple heads. It's fine. I've, I've heard a rumor. Yes. Um, turns out when he says missing a couple heads, what he meant was Brock had his head and uh, no one else did. So I, I just kind of had to get top hat. The best. And and the mustache. The mustache guns. Very important. <laughs> um just I so I kind of scrounged around my bits box looking for some of looking for any like put a space me head on it or a guardsman head and eventually found one of those the Mechanicum uh the Skatari not the hooded ones, the other ones, the the diving bell helmet ones. Um, that seemed to work pretty well. So asked all my friends, asked friends of friends, just anyone who came in the store if they have any spare Mechanicum uh, Ted's from from all the Skatai Rangers and just collected bags of these things. Started gluing them on all the all the little Arcanauts, and it works out. Cool. Cool. So if you do, you have like an endless sort of heads now, or? Are you getting low on heads? Like if you if you if you build more units, then you're like, oh, I can't get any more heads. No, I'm I've the one hundred twenty Arcanauts kind of killed all my my head collection. So now when I get new things, I kind of sacrifice Arcanauts to <laughs> build more Endon Riggers <laughs> for the greater good. We don't need one hundred twenty Arcanauts, but we do need eighteen Endon Riggers. <laughs> one could argue, um, yes. <laughs> I'll find some more eventually. There's, there's probably a 3D printing place or somewhere that you can get lots of Mechanicum heads for cheap. Probably. You'll probably get a lot of big times. Yeah. Depends if they come with spares or not. So, Alex, yeah. so you, you stayed with, with the hobby from 11 years old until today? Uh, yeah. Same with Lee. When you get into something, when, when I get it, when I get into something, um, I'm in it 100%. So that never, that never stops. So no girls, cars, all the other distractions. <laughs> you can you can have you can have girls and cars on the on on the side, but you know, <laughs> you're one true love. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I will offer some free no. advice here. Don't don't say that to her. Don't tell her she's on the side to Warhammer. <laughs> that will not go well. Nope. <laughs> the Warhammer's on the side. <laughs> yeah. The other yeah. Way that, at least that's what you said. <laughs> no. No, it's true. But it, it, it just meant it's 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 stockpiled over the years. Um now it looks like that. Well, so, wow. Well, hmm. Did I waste my life? Probably. But at least I have a lot of plastic now. So, yeah. As long as most of it's painted and it's not all just grey model. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. 
Max, what about you? Oh, uh, it's very similar. Uh, let me take you back to the year January 2000. On my 10th birthday, now you know how old I am, uh, a friend of, a very good friend of mine, my best friend at the time, uh, gifted me a, what was it, the Space Marine start painting set. It had five paints, a paintbrush, and I think three Space Marines. And uh, in addition, this model. I found it. My first oh. ever painted uh, it was the Space Marine trike. You can see I used all the five colors that came with it. <laughs> straight onto the uh, metal and plastic. Mm. One thick layer. <laughs> it's beautiful. Uh, <laughs> and I don't know. I And he was painting some. And I know friends in school, they had fantasy. They had dwarves, uh, two brothers. Uh, their, their mom is uh, from Scotland. So probably they, they had the influence from there somehow to know Warhammer. Uh, because I grew up in Italy, and um, other friends then joined in and also had one. It was a, a bunch of people, but I was the only one with uh, like 40k stuff, and they all had fantasy. So yeah. I don't know. Eventually, I collected an entire Space Ultramarines army. Must have been like 8,000 points. I don't know because I never learned the rules really. I, I read the rules, but I had no one to play with. Uh, I collected an entire army, painted it straight onto the plastic, no primer, nothing. And I just bought boxes or got boxes like from my pocket money, saved it up for mm. months and months to then buy that. At the time, yeah, it was already euros, uh, 40 euro back of 10 Space Marines. I don't even know what they were called. But I had, I had basically everything, all the tanks, everything. And uh, my dad supported me. He We started building... Uh, a battlefield even and we had no idea how big it should be we just went with something that looked cool and this was the right size and in our basement we had a huge thing and uh, all this styrofoam uh, bunkers and, and stuff but i never actually got around to play with it and that bothered me a bit and then uh, because all my friends that were playing fantasy i said oh yeah let's let's go into fantasy and i, I like to play dwarves but those two two brothers they already had a, a huge dwarf army so I said, and the other one had high elf and one had orcs and goblins. So I said, okay, let's do wood elves because they look cool, you know, bows and sneaky elves. And so I started collecting those and those were still like fourth edition models at the time, a lot of metal dryads and, and war dances. And I painted those and was, they looked a bit better. They already had grass on goblin green bases, not just pure goblin green bases. And uh, that must have been game. maybe 12, 13 years old. Now, uh, so I had a whole the dragon and everything. And this army I just recently sold last week to a guy in Sweden who was looking exactly for these models from that age. So I'm happy to to have moved them on. And already we still didn't know the rules, like how it worked. We had an idea. Okay, it needs to be ranks and like 20 in a, in a in a square, and you move them around, and then they shoot. And there's some magic happening, but we displayed on the on the living. A room floor, you know, with around books and hills and stuff. And very soon after I completed the army, the new uh, wood elves came out, the new plastic kits, which are still today, I believe, part of the the cities of Sigmar. Some some of those models. Yeah, the wanderers. Um, 
the Wanderers exactly and the all those guys and they look awesome. But I said that, well, I already have an army. Let's shelve it. Let's not expand it because it it doesn't look good together. The next project was then uh, uh, Dark Elf, and that was already it already had basing on on the bases now, like gravel and uh, some highlights and uh, some gloss varnish on the armor. So it was improved. You could see some improvement. Uh, but still not really playing with the army, uh, just more collecting, sitting in hours and hours in the basement. I think my, my parents were happy I was not doing drugs or doing other stuff. I was just sitting there on my own uh, painting in silence because there was no YouTube. There was a, I didn't listen to music. I just sat there in silence all weekends, all nights. Painting just uh, furiously. Laser focus. Exactly. Um, still no prime. No, still no primer, I think, <laughs> at the time. Um, oh. And then I... Washes? Yes, chestnut ink, which was super glossy, <laughs> just yeah, for well. skull, for skulls and, and, and bones and stuff. And that army was also was was a good army. It was a good size, I think. It was too, I already knew that you had to build around 2,000 points. I was doing some lists that they all fit, but it was more... What what do I like? What what models do uh, inspire me to collect? So I wanted some archers. I wanted some crossbows, some bolt throwers. You know what an army needs a bit of everything. Uh, and then when I really want to get into it, so okay, let's do something that was strong because I know at the time Chaos uh, Knights they were the the shit. They just when they went in they destroyed everything. Uh, so I said, oh, let's do a Chaos Army, and I want to do some Beasts of Chaos and some Chaos Knights, a mixed Chaos Force, and I started buying stuff and painting and I got the book and then I just dropped out of the hobby because my friends they had they had moved somewhere else and the other then it was the age you were you now 15 maybe 16 so other interests started rising motorcycles and girls and my today my wife so <laughs> uh, it was worth it um, yeah so everything just sat in my my parents' house in a in a display board, like a whole IKEA with five levels. Uh, top down, the ultramarines, which were the ugliest ones, on, on the the highest up, the the little chaos uh, force. Ah, and also blood bowl. I somehow I got into blood bowl and painted like a whole orc team on the <laughs> on other teams. But I and I even built a stadium, I think, of styrofoam and everything. Mm -hmm. But I never really played it. And I tried to get my friends to play it, but they weren't just not interested i think so that was shelved over interested interests got up and then one day uh, this is maybe 10 years 15 years later i got back home to my parents and i saw all this stuff and all the the battlefields and paints and plastic kits and basing material and i said okay let's clear this out and i threw away all the, the the boards and the buildings and all the terrain and we just kept the models because my mom was like oh you paint so many hours on this so let's just keep them here so I said, I, I like. I had moved to Munich, then I said, there's a, a games workshop in Munich. Oh, let's see if I can sell these. Maybe people want these. I had no idea that fantasy didn't exist anymore. So I went oh. into the into the local games workshop here, and asked, well, I have this fantasy army. I know you're selling models, but maybe if someone's interested in, in having this, I said, oh yeah, but fantasy doesn't exist anymore. This is now January 2019, so one and a half years ago. I said, and they said, well, we have a WhatsApp group for like the local scene. Maybe you can post it there. Someone's interesting. People still play fantasy. And I posted it, and a guy came on, came around, and I, he's bought my uh, entire Dark Elf army for, I think, 130 euros. 
probably was too cheap, <laughs> but I was just happy. If someone wants it, yeah, take it. Have fun with it. Um, yeah. And when I was in the shop, I like look at these models and the new kits, and I was like, I like this. So uh, I I went home. Uh, at that time, my my fiance, uh, I asked her, you know, I would like to to get back into this hobby and paint and. Uh, and I thought she would say like, hey, you're crazy. That isn't, I'm not going to have toys in the house and, and stuff like this. And she said, well, if you want to do it, do it. It's your hobby. Because I used to play a lot of video games, like with chatting with people and all night and doing the Elder Scrolls online and all that stuff. It was time consuming. You're just sitting on your ass on the couch playing video games. It's not very active. So I said, well, maybe this is a good hobby for me. Because uh, we we do so much exercise, just you know, getting we, up, we roll dice. The table. Yes, we roll dice. We measure. Rolling. We do it all. <laughs> we we see face to face people. We just mm. don't talk to strangers on the on the headset. Um, and and, and so, now you're here talking to strangers on the headset. <laughs> but I see faces. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, okay, let's. Mm. Um, Let's do this. And now I want to do dwarfs because I couldn't do dwarfs in the past. Like, Let's do dwarfs. Where are the dwarfs? Show me the dwarfs. I said, like, well, you know, um, the whole fantasy doesn't exist. These are the new dwarfs. And they were like naked guys with orange hair, which were the slayers, obviously, but like a whole army of slayers. Okay, cool. But they're huge. They're big dwarfs. And then there's these steampunk space marine shooting guys like, what? What is this abomination? No, never. No, these what? are horrible. These things. Oh. What is this? This has nothing to do with fantasy work. So, like, no, these are horrible. Let's out of the picture. And they, well, yeah, you can still play this possessed. At the time, the cities of Sigmar didn't exist. I said, yeah, cool. Let's do it. Okay, this possessed. Do you have any? No, you need to order them online. Doesn't they don't have anything in the stores? Okay, I got hammers and iron breakers and rune lords and whatnot. I started painting. I went to the on Fridays they had like a hobby evening in the sh in the games workshop. I went there to meet people mm. and uh, to paint and then learn how to play the game, which was good because Age of Sigma was is such so much easier than Fantasy to to catch up and, and learn. I did some games and I figured out that I kept losing because this possessed were just shit. <laughs> they had no book. They had some rules you could use the the Tempest Eye from the Firestorm campaign and do a little cheeky thing and it could work, but I said, oh, this is horrible. And then in May last year, Fireslays came out. I said, okay, I want to, I want some dwarves that I can win with and maybe I can ally these. Let's jump on the Fireslayers train. And that's, that's when I got into more like serious Warhammer and competitive. And that was my main army for of until start of this year. And I went to a tournament with this army and it did well and it was fun. And I kept winning because they were just overpowered because they ran into you and didn't harm her and just slashed you up. Well, it was expensive, but you know, now you have all the money that you could, you did not have as a, as the same as you were a child. You didn't spend it all on plastic and on paints and yeah. on brushes and you know, the whole, the whole thing. Um, then Cities of Zygmar came out the book. I was like, oh, cool. Now oh, I got to play these even better. Fantastic. And play both, mix them up a little bit. And there is Tempest Eye, like, oh, for my Cities of Sigmar, maybe maybe I'll take some KO. Just for my Cities of Sigmar. <laughs> and I got a, a gun hauler and I think six Andrian Rigas. Started painting the gun hauler, and then in January, the new book dropped. I looked at the book and said, oh, well, you know, I might as well just go all three dwarf armies now. 
and that was Might as my well journey commit my whole then. life to it. Uh, that's all. That's my army. It's all Dwarven. Everything has to look dwarfish. Every my Hurricanums, they're all dwarfs. My Celestine Prime is a dwarf. Um, yeah, and I've enjoyed the army a lot. I uh, joined the WhatsApp chat, uh, and during lockdown, we had uh, great discussions, and that's where I really went into competitive uh, wargaming. I think I organized a tournament this summer. I I'm doing tournaments now. The next four weekends in a row, I think. So, yeah, wow. I love it. It's great. Uh, I'm pretty new to the whole thing, but uh, it seems to work out. I think KO is a is a good army to have at the moment, <laughs> and it's fun. And I can say, well, I only play dwarf Sammy, so uh, I'm not a meta chaser. Just I just had it, you know. It's dwarves. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, and that's why I'm also very interested in barrack fring because I just want all my dwarves in one in one army. I need to figure it also out. Also, hell that thing. No, we don't talk about those dwarves. Whoa, those we don't. dwarves. No, dwarves. we don't talk about those. Them. <laughs> it's yeah, fluffy. that's how I ended. That's the short version of how I ended up here. Mm. Oh. Yeah, and now I'm on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow. Yeah, it, it all started with a little five-colored strike, and now I'm on YouTube. <laughs> 20 years mm -hmm. later. At the same time. Nice. <laughs> um, Have, do, you, do you still paint uh, onto the bare plastic? Mm, mostly not. If I missed a spot on some terrain piece or some skulls, yeah, just go straight on. Who cares? Like if it's a little piece yeah. that you missed, yeah. just go straight on the plastic. Like if I didn't, I didn't base my shields for my iron breakers. Like oh, I'm not going back to to base the spray paint. This one shield that I forgot. Just go on it with a brush. And that's it. Uh, before we move on, I do have a quick question: with how you painted up your different. Like your dispossessed for fire size and care. Have you matched them? Or um, I tried to with... match the bases. So the the first bases for my dispossessed, I, I had no idea. So I just got the astrogranite. Uh, what's it called? Uh, texture paint astrogranite. Uh, this one, the gray one. And I put that on, and I shaded it with null oil and dry brushed it with dawnstone. So, because because they're walking around in the in the gravel in the mountains in the mines whatever, and the, the rim of my base is a steel legion trap. So that and I put some tufts on the, the GW tufts, which are all yeah. like monocolor, not very pretty. And then I got to the fire slayers. And said, oh, I want to do something with basing. So I started. I don't have any here, unfortunately, but I I got a green stuff roller. And some uh, super scopes, like this texture material that you can bake in the oven. And I did like little tiles of broken, broken um, floor. And I stuck that onto it, and um, it looked really cool. So if they stand next to each other, you, you can still see it's the basing. The theme is the same because the rest is still the same basing, but it has something extra, and the tufts and some little uh, cork bits, which are rocks. And now for the uh, Caradon, I went back to just astrogranite, little quarks, tufts, which I now uh, put some ink on <laughs> to like give some color shading. Um, and yeah, that's basically basically the the basing. So the 
they all match. They all have the Steel Legion Drab Rim. Um, it's okay. It's not the prettiest. I think the Fire Slayers have the prettiest basing. But because the rest of the model is boring, it's just skin, flesh, and orange hair. Uh, I've tried to give them where they have cloth, like a dark green, because also my magma dragons are dark green, and that's also my theme. Then with the with the KO, where I just stole the dark angels theme, the ivory and dark green and black and red as a, a spot colors, and it's there's a little connection between the dark green and the dark green from this KO army. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the do match somehow a little bit. Yeah. Uh, the reason I asked was because at some ages ago, I was thinking about getting some fire slayers as allies, mm-hmm. um, and I didn't in the end because I couldn't. I, I I didn't feel like I could marry up the aesthetic very well with Ko. Um, mm-hmm. And with my paint scheme, I felt like flesh color would just look completely different. And then, yes, they, yeah. they, they do look completely different. Uh, funny you ask, because I just recently played a game on Friday night where I had 20 Hearthguard Berserkers and a Runesmiter in Barrack Fring because mm-hmm. uh, we were playing a siege uh, campaign and I just needed someone to go into the castle and beat shit up <laughs> while the boats stand around and shoot people <laughs> with drill cannons mm-hmm. <laughs> inside the garrisons. And um, it didn't look too bad. Yes, they look different because it's uh, very bright and orange and flesh. But because the basing is, is similar, when you put them next to each other, it looks kind of uniform. It's okay. okay. You can make it work. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Yeah, the, it's it's very... Like, we've got this one very metal army and this one very flesh army. You kind of have to... Mm-hmm. You'd have to convert one or the other to be a little bit more different um, to make it all kind of function. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I know. I, I think fire slayers with paying fire slayers, like ma- making fire slayers with armor, would be really cool. I've seen that somewhere where there's a the blood bowl team from uh, for the dwarves, and they also have yeah. some slayers which have just a little armor, and they look really cool. And they yeah. they, they work because they have like shoulder pads and and gauntlets and stuff. Yes. So something like that would be would 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 look really cool together with KO. Mm-hmm. You could you could make like some uh a, a sort of skyport militia basically mm-hmm. to just be your ground forces. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I must say the the fire slayers and the KO they go better together, even though their one is full armor and one is naked and beards, uh, mm-hmm. because the size is the same. A Thunderer is almost the same size as a of a Hearthguard Berserker. But oh, if yeah. you put a then you have the Iron Breaker, uh Iron Drake or the Longbeard Hammer kit, and they're already smaller than this. Right. And then if you take the old, which at the time was still uh, the the normal dispossessed warrior, they're the old fantasy clans warriors. They're like half the size of a Thunderer. Right. Just looks okay, silly. Because yeah. they're they're the same. That's also why I disliked Fire Slayers in the beginning. Because like, like, <laughs> this this guy, okay, subtract the hair because it's just a mohawk. <laughs> but this guy is like two. He's doubled the the width and he's two heads taller than than this small Ironbreaker, and he's already like the bigger, the newer sculpt. 
and that's that's where it looks stupid. Like your iron drakes yeah. are just tiny little guys next to a, a thunder. They're like half the mm. size. Big old naked baby. Yeah. <laughs> so the the dwarf dwarfs. Yeah, they're like you know the city dwarfs. <laughs> they, they don't get enough light and fresh air. Uh, cool. Uh, um, so the next question is where we want the channel to go. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah, can pay it off. <laughs> uh, well, where, where do I want the channel to? I mean, yeah. We can answer individually. You're the you're the Arknold Admiral. Um. Yeah, I should have prepared for this. <laughs> well, I, I, I can't wait for us to hit a million subscribers, um, start going to conventions, all that thing, you know, do do all the YouTube stuff. Mm. I, no. I would, uh, listen, my goals are small. I would just like to be more organized. <laughs> <laughs> we, Just... yeah because we we seem to we, we'll go and do like six weeks in a row where we'll do a show every week and then we'll probably go two months without doing the show um which is you know time zones and life and stuff like that it'll be nice to be a bit more yeah organized. having cons yeah just being consistent would be good We've we've got our audience. Um, you know, we've got our we've got the Facebook group and the the the, the Cavern of Lords uh, uh WhatsApp group. Like everyone who everyone everyone who knows about us, who who wants to watch us, watches us. It's, I, th I think we're going pretty well, honestly. I'm I'm cool where we are as a YouTube channel. Yeah, do we just should? It, it'd be cool to do. Consistent. I just have to keep waking up. Um, <laughs> I on be time. When the, the clocks change, because that yours will go forwards and ours will go back. Uh, so it'll be a lot easier. That'll be better. It'll be better oh. than because it'll be later for you, but it'll be earlier for us. So that'd be good. Yeah. Um. Oh, Tyler is in the chat. Uh, I was going to battle reports. And I just picked up doing battle reports in the past and just haven't got around to it. That's the trouble. I have lots of ideas uh, for the show that don't happen. I'd like to do some show. The reason that I originally spoke to you, Max, and wanted to get you on the show was because I wanted to do some shows about the meta and preparing for different types of armies. And I knew at the time, obviously, we were in lockdown. And I knew you've been playing on Tabletop Simulator a lot and we're playing a lot of Seraphon. Mm -hmm. And then also we were getting the leaks about Luminef and me and you were both in the Luminef chat as well. So I knew you knew about Luminef. Um, so I'd like to do some shows like that where we, you know, we, we pick an enemy and mm -hmm. we can talk about how to face them. And that sort yeah. of thing. Um, That's great. Great idea. Yeah. 
it's hard to do battle reports because I'm in Australia, Lee's in in England, <laughs> Max is in Germany. Like, yeah, yeah. Currently, I, it's a bit difficult with traveling. <laughs> I'd love to go to down travel. to Australia just for you know, playing a game. Yeah, yeah. I have to convince my wife. Like, yeah, just a weekend. I'll be back on Monday. <laughs> Just have a quick, just a quick hop over, you know. Yeah. Um, no, if if you ever do come around, like, like oh, I'll find a place to stay. Um, just come to CanCon. Can well, not next year because it's not running, but mm, the year I'd after that. <laughs> I'd love to. Maybe come over. Uh, Lee's closer for me to get there. Maybe. When his government yeah, yeah. sorts this shit out and <laughs> it's safe for me to travel there. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, you guys are like half an hour flight, an hour. Okay. Europe is tiny. Mm. It'll probably take me longer to get to the airport than the flight. Yeah, I think London from here is one and a half hours from Munich. I don't know. I've, do I've done it, but I can't remember. So, yeah, it takes longer to get to the airport and then. Mm -hmm. from the airport to probably wherever you are. The closest um, big city to me is about two hours flights that way or eight hours on a, in a car. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, it's definitely closer and everything's closer than that. Like I go yeah. to different countries to play tournaments and it takes me two hours in a car to get there. <laughs> to Austria or just yep. Switzerland. It just takes an hour. That's, yeah. that's the next big, the big city over Melbourne. That's just, you know, quick eight-hour car trip. It's easy. It's fine. Mm -hmm. It's fine. So, yes, I, I agree. Well, I mean, the channel is, as far as I know, the one that's really committed to Carrot and Overlords. And, yes, and currently we are good in the meta and we have some tournament wins. And that was great to have people on the show and talk about their different lists because it is different styles and lists they bring and have success with. Uh, to talk about how to tackle uh, different armies, how to tackle battle plans. And uh, we talked already about uh, auxiliary objectives. They don't seem to be used that much, at least where, where I play. Some use them, some don't even bother. No. Uh, most of you take, like, your your free engine riggers are your bait and they die and cool, you get points. And then you just shoot their hero and you get another point. Um, but yeah, I'd like that to 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 be like the one place to get your KO knowledge from. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying we're the experts. <laughs> oh, Kron is a certified just... expert because he won a tournament. Yeah. Uh, I've <laughs> not done more than two and one yet <laughs> mm -hmm. on uh, two attempts. But I want to best painting, so well, maybe if you want paint yeah. tips. Uh, but it's all due to the display. The secret is the display board. Because if you're the only one with a display board, you're going to win that painting <laughs> competition. <laughs> um, so yeah, maybe that's We're not experts, to, to but we're thing. loud. Yeah. We're loud, and we, we pretend to know stuff. We collect mm. all, the, all the knowledge. And uh, I, yeah. I'd like to get some more guests on as well. Um, yes. I do have someone that has offered to talk, come and talk with us about fighting Nurgle. So Ooh, cool. we'll maybe do that at some point. Um, and he plays KO as well. So hmm. awesome. 
that would be is it Paul? No. Because well, he plays both, I think. Um, but yeah, so I mean, yeah, more organised shows. Um, maybe some battle reports after I move, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, bit, if people yeah, want to see a battle report, I did do one with Cinderfall Gaming, the guy who um who nominated us. Uh, on his channel, there's a Cavern of Lords versus uh, Gloomspike Gits battle report. So Cinderfall Gaming is more about the narrative stuff, but um. It's still good. We did the, the mission from the Cavern Overlord book. Uh, Prospect is down. 2,500 points. I used two ironclads. So that was interesting. Um, yeah. It was good Check battle. that out if you want. That's, uh, it was a good one. I liked, I enjoyed it. Still have to watch it. <laughs> I admit. I'm meant to admit I, know it, I know it exists, it. but I saw it's like <laughs> three hours long. And like, okay. Yes. Yeah. I will, con- I will consume this knowledge yeah. at one point. Well, that's the uh, thing about battle plans is, uh, not battle plans, um, battle reports, is how do you do them? Because different people have different ideas about what they should be. Um, yeah. I quite like the way Doom and Darkness has done them in the past, where he's done two different ways. Um, he's done like his ones where he just takes pictures and then he mm-hmm. explains them. And he also mm-hmm. does the ones where he films. But his are normally quite short, so it's not yes. like a, watching a whole three-hour game, which I've always found mm. better. Um, but I know when I spoke to some other people about it, they're like, no, I want to see all the dice rolls and mm-hmm. see everything. Some people like uh, the mini wargaming style of things, kind of where you just show everything and you just mm-hmm. kind of cut the, the pauses in between. Mm-hmm. Although yeah. they also went away from that three hour to now like a one, one hour, one and a half condensed mm-hmm. thing uh it depends what you want to do what your aim is if it's a fun narrative uh like you want to have fun watching this like the re-rolling one guys they do a fantastic job i enjoy just watching their bat ups because it's it's the fun what's happening it's not the best list it's not the best tactics that's not the game um and i also like what if you're more into competitive or tactics uh, what Caleb Hastings, I believe is the name, does. He's a a Seraphon expert. Mm. Let's call him that. He, mm. he has a, a YouTube channel. And uh, what he does, he picks pictures. So he says, okay, I deployed. This is my list. This was his list. I deployed here. That's the deployment. Okay, first turn, we are here. This happens. I did this, this, this. He mm. did this. Next picture. So he has like a slideshow of pictures, and it takes half an hour. And it gives you an idea what his army is capable of, what he was trying to do, and and what his enemy was trying to do. Mm. So that was uh, it, that's the short version. It's less complicated to do as a as a content creator, yeah. like yeah. because you you play, you say, okay, uh, hold on, let's, let's take a picture. Okay, then you do your game as you would normally. But if you're filming it live, I think it takes double the time. It oh, took a yeah. very long time to do to to film the battle mm-hmm. report. Like it, um, because you basically need to you, you do your movement, then you need to stop, put the camera back on, roll the dice, then go into like piling in. You take the camera off, you start piling in, then you stop, put took the camera in, go right. I'm here doing this. Roll dice. Yeah, it it took a while. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I find, I quite often try and take pictures when I play games anyway. And normally what happens is I take a picture of the deployment, maybe move after movement, turn one, and then I just mm-hmm. forget <laughs> after that. And then it doesn't go, it doesn't go any further. Like you get caught up in the game. Yeah, yeah. I try to take pictures of deployment, but it's basically just my arm in a corner. Mm-hmm. So all the battle pictures look the same. <laughs> and then, yeah, you just, you don't have time for it. You just play yeah. and then that's it. Yeah. If there's a cool model on the board, yeah, you take a picture. But yeah. That's it. Um, I just seen that there's a question from Tyler in the in the chat. Uh, what's my name in, in the Discord channel, I think is the question. Uh, I am on the Discord. My name is Evil Munich. Uh, small letters all together, but I'm not very active on on the Discord because it's just another thing that I need to catch up with. Uh, sometimes check, uh, but I'm mostly active in the WhatsApp group. Uh, I'm on. I check the Facebook, but it's you know the hundredth time that someone asks what's the best loadout for engine riggers. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> uh, there is no one. There's, it depends what you want to do with them. Um, on, on the but, Discord, yeah. are you on the iOS coach one as well? Or are you just on the Skyport? Uh, no, I'm only on the Skyport, the Honest Wargamer, uh, the one from my club, of course. And there is uh, one for Hammer Time, the TTS tournament organized by Owen in the UK. But I never actually played uh, on TTS with people from there or took part in a tournament, but I just checked it out to see if it was interesting. And my friend who, who played a lot of Seraphon, he won the re- most recent Hammer Time, I think, is a tournament. He won it with his Seraphon. So uh, yeah, uh, he was on there. Uh, I'm just going to pick something else, uh, a couple of other things out from the chat. Uh, Tyler, your comment about, to me, where you say you don't want to hear that from champion, I don't actually know what that's referring to. <laughs> so yeah, I don't, sorry, I don't know what it is. So. Um, and yeah, uh, Tempest Eyes show at some point it will happen. We were planning to do this, yeah, yeah. I it's mean, on the there's list. A list, there's a list of shows, and it's yes. that's the trouble. People kept winning tournaments, so we had to keep exactly. Winning, and, then, and then, like, yeah, there was people need to stop being so good at playing KO. Jeez, <laughs> people yeah. stop. Well, you're gonna get us nerfed, people. Yeah. You're gonna get us nerfed at Christmas. The points will go back up, and then we can, yeah, although. I just read in the newest White Dwarf that uh, the rules writer for AOS, for the competitive, uh, what's his name? Mr. Aguilar, I think. I don't remember the first name. He's uh, collecting a KO army now. Yeah. So, oh. fingers fingers crossed <laughs> Yeah. Oh, no, no. that they will uh, get some point reductions. <laughs> More reductions. <laughs> yeah. uh, put the Warp Lightning Vortex down to 70. Um, yeah, it's and, freaking uh, you know, in reach. It so needs expensive. <laughs> so expensive. No, no. I think that's go back down to three eighty because you know they they reach. Yeah. No. Um. FAQ that yeah. that uh, vent plates though, please, please. Yeah. yeah. Um. But on on like. Point of origin. Wow, my screen is just horrible with yeah, the sun right now. Very um, I'm just fading out bright. into the light. <laughs> it's like Back to the Future, and like you're just fading away because you change time. That's just how I <laughs> imagine that the light is in Australia. It's so bright. 
<laughs> oh, it, it kill, kills you like everything else over here. You know, it's fine. Snakes and spiders and just octopuses, light, whatever. Um, no, what, what I want to know is, so when I first met Lee, uh, it was after CanCon, after they invited me to uh, the Facebook page moderators group. Um, and I, what I want to know is, how did you start that Facebook group? How did you meet like Hayden and and uh, and everyone? Well, uh, well, when I first got into Warhammer and I picked KO, I didn't know anything about Warhammer. I just bought some models, so I was like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you're getting even more gone." A ghost. Yeah, so. I, yeah, I did what I thought was the natural thing was I went on Facebook and looked for a group, some groups. I found the Warhammer Age of Sigmar group. I joined that first and found out that the first ever game I played, one of my mates was basically cheating because he wasn't using summoning points. Oh. And, he was, and he was bringing back crit, crit goals and going above the unit size and stuff like that, which doesn't even matter anymore because you don't have summoning points anymore. But, um, yeah, and then I found the KO group, and I joined that, and found everyone was talking about what the best weapons for Thunderers were and stuff, and someone made spreadsheets, and I just, I didn't know about WhatsApp and stuff, obviously I knew what WhatsApp was, but I didn't know about the WhatsApp group, <clears throat> um, I hadn't joined anything like TJ or anything, and I was just on there, and people were talking about KO all the time, which is cool, so I like KO. So I was just very active, and then Hayden noticed I was very active, and like doing a lot of things I don't do anymore, which I probably should, which is like answering people's questions and trying to be helpful to people. Mm. Um, which yeah, I don't know, maybe because it was a novelty or something at the time. Um, I probably should try and take more. Um, so you are very yeah, active he, on that group. I'm not anymore. I used to be a lot. Um, yes, yes. I need to, I should be more. Um, so he said, Oh, do you want to be an admin? And so, yeah, I was like, well, okay then. No, I'm not going to say no. I felt quite honoured at the time about it. And mm. then shortly after that, Hayden actually left because um, he had real life problems and stuff. So he left. And there were some other admins, but I never really chatted to them or anything. I didn't even. I don't know. They could have been doing something. I don't know. Um, I was just doing my thing. Mm. I mean, it's a very laissez-faire mm. sort of thing of, well, no one's killing each other, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that, that, that group's been pretty pretty chill just by itself. Like, we've never, yeah. I never, don't think we've had many, like, big dramas. No. There's Mass never been exoduses. And then, uh, yeah, and then Hayden come back. And he's like, oh, yeah, can I be an admin again? I thought, yeah, sure, why not? You know, I'm not going to say no, because you made me an admin in the first place. And then he asked about whether the other admins did anything like that. I said, no. And he said, well, I don't think any of them were active. And we sort of had a look at the stuff. You can look at, like, the stuff on Facebook and see what admin activity. And basically, there was some that either weren't or they sort of were just... I don't know. They were, yeah, they weren't really active. Um, I don't think, and there were some that had been, some people that had been made admins. Um, 
as like an honorary sort of thing because they were good at KO, but right. equally not active actually on Facebook. Which, um, yeah, we didn't think it was necessarily the right thing, so we changed that. And then you won CanCon, and then we did the exact opposite thing. It's like, oh yeah, let's make him an admin because he's really good at KO. <laughs> and then I did nothing on the Facebook page again. Um, yeah. Oh no. So we, we started with the right intentions of like, well, we're, we're happy with our admins that are active and um, yeah, helpful and um, doing that sort of thing. And we, oh yeah, we, we recruited Dan as well because Dan was really active. Um, yeah. yeah. And yeah. then Hayden came up with the idea and he missed him. So that's all his idea. It was. It was, was it Hayden? I thought it was you. Well, it was Hayden sort of suggested it originally. And we all sort of said, oh, yeah, that's really cool. And then that was kind of it for a while. And then I thought, sort of like, well, if we're going to do this, we actually need to do it. How do we do it? And then it wasn't going to be a YouTube show. It was going to be a podcast. But the only way to actually do it without spending lots of money was to use Google Hangouts and stream it to YouTube and then download yep. it. So that's what we did. Um, so we don't actually know. Do we know who started that Facebook group? Was Hayden no. the original Facebooker, or was he just? I don't know. I've got no idea. Um, Internet mysteries. It's just probably someone like really annoyed that he started a group and then he made other people admins and then they made other people admins and then he got. He got his admin removed. Wasn't I don't know. There's meant hmm. to be, like with the uh, Age of Sigma fan network thing, there's meant to be where all these Facebook groups are linked. There's meant to be like a, a council of people, like ah. with members from every group. But there's nothing, yeah, I don't know. Well, that's that's kind of oh. gone over to Cinderfall, hasn't it now? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I don't really know. Because uh, um, there's two different categories, because there's his. The one he created as well. Yeah. This one. But ours yeah. is bigger. Yes. We have more people. Uh, bigger is obviously better. <laughs> also, they get classic content like this, like with disappearing yes. admirals, you know? <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And then we started the show, and I thought the idea of the show was quite cool because... I had obviously in my search of like trying to figure out how to play the game and find out about how KO worked and what was good. I looked for content and then I found there was a guy called the Sustainable Center um, that on YouTube that used to do shows. A lot of them were like while he was driving. Do you remember that was a thing for a little while? People were recording while they're driving. Oh, um, that was yeah. Sounds um, dangerous. <laughs> um, so yeah, he did it, and he was talking about KO a lot because he was building a KO army. So I I subscribed to him and I was listening to him because I wanted to listen. That was my army, so I wanted to listen to that. And I was mm -hmm. tuning into stuff like Warhammer Weekly and other things. But sometimes I get a bit frustrated because Warhammer Weekly was quite good because Tom would obviously talk about KO quite a bit at the time. Back in yeah, back when he was positive. Oh well, <laughs> yeah, he came positive. He's positive again. <laughs> okay. Solves so um, all his stuff, and now he's positive. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
Oh, well, oh yeah. But I mean, I thought you meant positive about KO. But, um, as opposed positive to about, about KO, yeah. Um, yeah, but it was a bit like, if you want to hear about a certain subject matter in, in Warhammer content, it's not easy, is it? Um, unless you want to listen to people talk about KO. And then it's really easy to do that. Yeah, it's and a very unique yeah. thing. And Already Age of Sigma is not so popular as 40k. Mm. And then you're going on one of the 24 armies, is it now? Yeah, there's a it's there's not really hard to find specific content. Mm. So you, yeah, you find content that's entry level of mm-hmm. or reviews of battle tomes. Oh, you're, you go to two plus tough if you want to get the lore. Yeah. Yes. Do that. Um and if you're lucky enough, you'll find something where there's, I don't know, there's like people that do a show, but they also happen to play the army you do, so they will reference back to it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for instance, like um, the Just Saying podcast, they will quite often reference KO at the moment because one of them is playing, playing KO. Um, mm-hmm. But then if one of them stops playing KO, then they're, they're stop again. And then you'll have to find another source. So I think I really like the fact that there is a source of content for KO fans. I'd like it if there was, if maybe, I don't know, if we could inspire people to do it for other factions. We could have the, the All Daughters of Cain uh, podcast and the All Lumineth podcast. Yeah. No, let's be... not do a Lumineth podcast. No elf <laughs> stuff, please. Uh, it does nah. look like... Alex already on the Lumineth podcast. There's so much light there. Yeah, he's <laughs> right in Highish. If you ever want to know where Highish is, it's in Australia. It's in Australia, it's in Australia right now. <laughs> so um, yeah, I think it'd be really cool if there was like someone. You don't like Lumineth, Max? I don't like elves. Ah, oh, you like well, them in the game. But I'll <laughs> let you into a secret. Uh, there might be two. Uh, start Luminef uh, boxes in my basement somewhere. <laughs> oh no! Because I, when I, well, when those all those leaks came out, and they were mostly in German, uh, and I might have uh, translated all the stuff into a PDF in English. I'm not saying I did. GW, don't sue me, please. Um, <laughs> Can I, just uh, so or deny I, that I know, did? I know. There's a few people who did it. Uh, I, I compiled a PDF and I sent it to the WhatsApp chats and I sent one to to Rob from the Honest Wargamer. And so I read through all the rules, of course, uh, and I thought this is this is what dwarves should be: super defensive. They have super cool synergies, but it's all defensive. It's not very offensive stuff. Yeah, there's some broken mm. shit, but okay, that's techless. Um, my, so that for my reading through it, so I thought, oh, there's the stone guard and the stance and the phalanx and whatnot and the bravery uh, shrug off and and so on. I thought this is a really cool mechanic. I'm not a friend of what? the aesthetics. Not of all of them. Dawn Riders, they look cool. Uh, the Spearmen look cool. The cows, nah. Uh, with the nah. whole huge cricket hammers and uh, Stone Guard with the, the cow helmet. But yeah, I've seen some conversions. They look cool. They're okay. Um, so I, I thought, well, well, let's grab this box and maybe one day I'll build it. I have to pick your brain about. It. <laughs> I have to pick your brain about Lumineth sometime because uh, I just played some games with my, my 
we did a hobby day. My my friend came over with his new Luminette that he's just built up. Mm-hmm. Um, he tried doing some things with them, but like it, he couldn't find really what they're supposed to be good at. So he ran Techless, but Techless just died the moment some skinks looked at him. Um, <laughs> twenty witch elves, uh, not what not witch elves, are uh, the twenty of the snake elves, the snake ladies. Um, basically just ate through his entire line of um spearmen in mm. another game so like what makes them tough so i'm, I'm not a luminef expert i follow the luminef chat and there's people in there who definitely know much more have played uh, the army and tested it so i recommend for everyone who's watching who's interested in luminef to join the whatsapp because that's where the the good players are and they post their lists and they help and i think consensus is that two cows on stone guards are a very strong list in mm. the Emetrica uh, faction, mm-hmm. which gives the, they ignore up to two rend, and uh, then they're very defensive. Um, some people argue that Teclis is a trap, that he's a point sink, that you don't need him, um, but I've seen him being used very well um, and to great effect. I think we, we need to wait, wait for some tournaments to really have Luminef, um results and see what works, what does not work against what. They they seem to be very strong. I had a, not a discussion, uh, uh, some exchange in the Luminef chat today about how to play KO, because they were asking, yeah, I'm playing KO in my meta, what, what do I need to look at? Uh, should I play techless or not? I, I said, stupid as I was, oh, don't put techless because 20 funders are just going to get rid of him. Uh, and then um, I think it's Peter. He's a he's a, he's a very good unknown player. Uh, he said, well, you know, and then we have the Valinor, the, the, the named cow, and he's very strong. And he ignores, I don't know, two rend and uh, <laughs> minus to hit aura and all that stuff. And I think, oh, okay, maybe they're not so easy to shift. They, and also the oh. stone guard, they have the, the normal goods. They have two two wounds, ignore up to two rend if they're in their special mountain stance. So they're not as easy to to shoot. And if you go in, try to kill them first turn. So you take first turn because you want to kill them before they get all the buffs. Uh, and then you get double turned by them. Ooh, not pretty. They can swing a hammer like a, a dwarf, almost like a dwarf. Uh, so right. yeah, it'll be interesting to figure out how to play Luminef. Maybe bring think... a gargant. Maybe we need a gargant. It, it seems like they're they're gonna be they're, they're gonna come on the meta, but they're not gonna be like Zench or OBR and just be like and broke. No, I think they're they're a bit like KO. They're difficult to to play well. I'm gonna. I think. Just say. I think. I think there's gonna be potentially a couple of different lists. I don't think there's mm. gonna be one Luminous list. No, I think no, no. They've got builds. They've got like this, they have got some spammy builds where they just put I don't know, like eighty or forty or however many it is sentinels on the table and just delete one unit a turn. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think a lot of players aren't going to play that, luckily. Yeah, there's also lists, just uh, cavalry and techless, which mm-hmm. can be strong. 
I don't know. They also, they also like the foot people. They struggle because they're also slow. Mm. I think their movement, the Stone Guard movement four or five. Elves have movement six. They're not super fast. Yeah. And they they lose their buffs when they need it. Well. Yeah, they want to stay in a, like in a little mm. bubble defensive Is castle. So the objective company. play will be will be interesting. You definitely will always see maybe five uh, riders, horsemen, because they did fast unit. They can capture objectives. Yeah, it'll be interesting some, to see in this new what they bring to the table. They got some yeah. interesting tech with some of their spells. Mm -hmm. um, with like the one where they could do the double the movement, and if you put that on dawn riders, yeah, speed of highish, I think it's called. Yeah, yeah, the dawn riders can cast it on themselves, and they get double movement yeah. and then charge. Yeah. So they, they move twenty eight inches, which is a lot. Yeah, that's fast. <laughs> um, yeah, and they the the thing where that that their sadness wizard can kind of cast a thing where you you have to pass a leadership check to move or shoot or charge mm -hmm. or do anything. And now both only bravery eight, I think, yeah. at highest yeah. with the Iron, ironclad. Iron, ironclad is eight, yes. So, I mean, there's a there's a there's a chance we could like you can just shut the ironclad down a couple turns. Yeah, I don't know. I've not looked into the book since since mm. I translated it. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. We'll see this what, is, what comes is... up. But that's the nice thing about AOS. There's constant new stuff that we need to buy and play. But it's constant new stuff that we need to wrap our heads around. Okay, how do we play against this army? Then now yeah. the the vampire elves will come next year. Who knows mm. what will they bring? Oh, the gargans. As an army, maybe who knows what they do, but what do they do as an ally? Mm. Okay, now we have this super cool beast of chaos uh, with two Gargan build because somehow they can bring two, and it's just mm. the, the shit because there's nothing you can do about it. It's kind of Go Trek <laughs> 2.0, isn't it? Because, yeah, in fact, it's, it's like the polar opposite because there was a dwarf that could go in every army, now the giant could go in every army. Um, oh, they're gonna get slightly different. Oh. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I'm excited for yeah. Gargans just to, as a hobby project, to convert convert one into a, a slayer, a giant slayer. Actually, Ko could totally run Gotrek and the Gargans at the same time. No, because Gotrek can no. Yes, go take the dwarf, isn't he? he can you be one need in, you're one in four. Do you get enough units? Because you need one army. Uh, you need. So you need no, three Cavern Overlord units, one no, go need... and one Gargant. No, you just need no. two KO units. Two KO. One in four. Two oh, KO. Yeah, units. yeah. One in four. No, but Gotrek can't be a general, can he? Well, can he? No, so no. no. So... You'd have to have an admiral. You'd have like an admiral, three units of Arkanauts. One Admiral, three units of Arkanauts, go Trek and Gargant. Mm. And, and a gun holder with compartments <laughs> to, to fly the, the Admiral around. Yeah, yeah. Can't, unfortunately can't fly. Hit this! Hit that! Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe the, the Gargan will have a rule like he can, because he is above the 400 points, he can only be the only ally. A same probably. Uh, and then Gotrek, yeah, okay, oh, maybe because Gotrek isn't a Gotrek isn't an ally. He's, he's no, no, he's army. a Dwarden, Yes, I know. Yeah, free, yeah. Mm. I think Gotrek is more a fun build. And in Seraphon, he works in some skink builds, but mm. for Ko, he's just 
four inch move little guy who jumps around and yeah, well the thing with KO is you can move <sighs> your horse wherever you need it and then you'll have you know five hundred points that you can't so yeah just get an ironclad and ten uh free frames <laughs> perfect um, but, um, so that's why we, we all come here successfully we text. successfully we drifted off the topic yes maybe we that should be one of the things that we want from the show is we won't be off topic so much no that's why people <laughs> love us that's that's, uh, that's 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 our thing yeah <laughs> and the other thing is i would like to try and keep the shows to i don't know what time scale but a mm-hmm. time scale because they vary a lot from like you know, one and a half hour shows to three hour shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know we've had comments in the past from people saying, can you do shorter shows? <laughs> Which means we probably just have to do more of them. Yeah. I think that's possible. But the trouble is when I plan a show, I was like, well, yeah, we talk about this and this and this. Um, because that makes sense to talk about. And then we probably bite off more than two if we want to go in detail with them. Yeah, I mean, we're just war gamers. We talk about hobby and we get carried away. Yep. Well, and it's the it's the other thing about the way other shows operate. And I, and I say other shows, it's not all shows, but there's a lot of shows that they will do their one show on a subject matter and they cover everything, which is great mm-hmm. as in like an intro. Um, and I feel like the niche we need to kind of hit is the more detailed version the next step so you'll go and you'll watch the you'll you'll go and watch man reads book first of all or the review shows for the battle tone or like Mm -hmm. um something like aos coach will do a show that's you know like a a a prime on deep dives yeah yeah you'll go watch something like that where it gives you an eye and then then you'll start building your force and hopefully you'll come across us and if you want to know about certain subjects or just keep hearing about K, you'll hear about things in more detail rather than just the same things just being said by a different person mm. these are the allegiance abilities this is he yeah yeah, yeah. So, we're here to tell um, you what to do with those allegiance abilities and that you yeah, gold how yeah. to play so now you have an idea what units you want Maybe you have seen um, Michael from Doom and Darkness. He he did some recaps or look back at battle tomes, and he talks to people on their lists specifically. Mm-hmm. And I enjoy those shows because it's a it's a list, and people explain what's the idea in the list and how it works. So you already maybe you have an idea for a list or two, and now we tell you what to do with the list, how to play mm-hmm. the mission, how to play the the uh, opponent. Yeah. I think it's like I'd like to deep dive into specific subjects, but I don't know. Maybe we even then they're too broad. Like, say, I want to do a show about allies at some point, mm-hmm. and Tyler mentioned it in the chat about, oh, what about Tempest Eye? And I was originally I thought, well, we'll do a show that's about allies, Tempest Eye, and Fring all as one show because they're kind of related. Mm-hmm. But actually, I think if we did, it would end up being that's going to be a three-hour. Whereas maybe it'd be better just do allies, just do Tempest Eye, and yes. just do Fring. But then the thing, the problem is, is if we then take a 
a month or a month and a half where we don't do a show because of scheduling that we haven't actually talked about any of those things. <laughs> um, I don't know. So, yeah, I want to talk about things in detail. I'd like to do a show about Endless Spell. That'd be fun. Oh, yeah. There's, yeah. A, <laughs> there's a lot more than just Warp Lightning Vortex. And I think yes. the end of the show will be a Warp Lightning Vortex, probably still the best. But there's, if, you know, all blighting Vortex is best, but if you're willing to not take the best, there are a couple of options. Yeah, or if you want to explore some, some different content, there are other things you can do with it. So, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. I think if you're in the chat mm. or if you're watching the show later and you want to leave a comment, tell us what you want from Aprocast. Um, why do you actually comment? Why do you listen to us waffle on? For this long, right. how are we still getting five hundred people watching this stuff? I don't understand it. No. People get oh. lost in the depths of YouTube. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> or do you do you just want us to just sit and talk about our recent games and what we're thinking about for our lists? Like, is that what people want? I don't know. Or do they want yeah, it structured like, oh, they're going to talk about allies, or do they just want to hear our thoughts on, oh, well, we were doing this in our list, and now we're doing this, and we're thinking about changing it to this. So, yeah, do, do you listen to the show while painting? So it's more of a background information. So you don't need to watch the screen. What is the list? What's in there? So like a podcast, it's it's running mm-hmm. and we talk. Or is it detailed deployment zones and movement and here? So you need to actively follow what's happening. Because mm-hmm. the deployment zones and battle plans will be a tough one for a podcast. Yeah, you we have to watch. <laughs> we can try and describe things, but yeah, but there's a limit to how descriptive we can be. <laughs> um, yeah, leave yeah. comments. And I do want to get some dice made. That's the only other thing I haven't done it yet. Oh I yes, was I was about to say this. We need merch, uh, merch. merchandise, dice, big... t-shirts, and a white thunder t-shirt up and down under. A white T-shirt that says like a, Cron used to be here. It's just a white T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, because he's faded Waking out. Up. <laughs> time zones. <Yep. laughs> Different time zones. No, no, have it upside down, because you yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, dice, dice would be awesome. Because we have you have a super cool logo, the the admiral with the headset. Yeah, I'd probably spend money on those. And you made you made that lead, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Skills. Skills like and designer. Yeah, I don't like. I don't know. Do, do people want us to do Patreon stuff and that? I don't know what. I was chatting to someone, a mate of mine, who's just gone full time on his podcast, which is about philosophy, which I didn't know you could get that popular <laughs> to talking about philosophy. Mm. Um, but I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't like paying for those sorts of things when other, on other people's shows. I, I'm, I'm a freeloader, I'm afraid. I, yeah, I, I don't think I've, I've, I'm on a, I'm not subscribed to a single Patreon. No. no. And so I've always wanted mm. to keep this free for people. Yeah. Because I like free content myself and I'm not doing this to try and make money. So. No. I mean, it's not like like the, the the Discord chat. The Discord isn't like a Patreon exclusive Discord. It's it's the Carnoblo Discord. You can all go to it. It's it's yeah. just <laughs> out there. 
I we're not enough awful. people that we can make it exclusive yeah. <laughs> there's not yeah. enough of us we're all one um, big group well speaking of the discord they are that uh alexander sluki is the guy who started it the ko one um he has started doing a thing every monday night about half past oh. seven uk time a thing called the gel drug where it's just like a chat about ko and you can just I don't, obviously if loads of people tried to join like 50 people it'd be like well we can't do this but the last few times probably like three or four people just chatting so okay. if you want to talk about care on a monday night that's there <laughs> mm-hmm. go do this thing yeah uh, is there anything you guys want on the channel I, I thought about this because I've seen it also in Discord and on Facebook. There's so many awesome armies out there, like hobby-wise, painting-wise. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we want to do this um, to do like a to show off, to be a little platform. Do a one a show, half an hour, where we show these amazing artworks of people of their their ironclads and with tentacles of monsters beneath and whatnot I've seen. Uh, just give them a little platform and a shout out because they're amazing stuff. Little army showcases. We're, we're not yeah. going to rate them. We're not going to prize them, but we're just going to say like a, look cool at this hobby. cool thing. Cool yeah. hobby. Awesome. Get some inspiration. Yeah. Look at these Arcanauts with uh, mechanical heads. <laughs> yeah, that nah, that's... or maybe like a, an inspiration, a place you can come just for inspiration. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's a cool thing, but it's. I thought of this. Maybe it'd be a cool thing, because when I go to tournaments, there's so many pretty armies there, and so much hobby time, and mostly it's for your own. You see it on yourself. Uh, we have the internet. We have the means. Let's show it. Yeah. Just yeah. chaos stuff. No elves. No. <laughs> wow. No no techless. Although I've seen a nice conversion of him. And he actually looks decent now. <laughs> With a different pose. Just need to cover his face. <laughs> yeah. Techless is Techless is he's a Techless <sighs> himself. His griffin's nice, but the, the guy himself is like eh. uh, but the head of that thing is also a bit the mask is a bit, I don't know. <laughs> Just get a free guild general and griffin, stick an alpha in it, and be done with it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've forgotten what the next question was. Uh, oh, the, the last question was uh, Do we have any advice for new wargame YouTubers? So I don't consider um, myself a YouTuber, so you two answer <laughs> this. I'm just a guest here. Uh, Thank you for having me. I don't know me. if we... Cool. <laughs> oh, I mean, absolute pleasure, but... No, I, I, don't, I don't know if, if we're... We'd be, if, you... if we're YouTube, proper YouTubers, but, like, just find a niche, find something you're passionate about and that you're good at... You, you're, you're good, well, you don't even have to be good at it. Just be passionate about it. Find a niche um, and be consistent in your uploads. You know, don't, don't do what we're doing. Just like release a video 
on a schedule so people know like okay i'm gonna come here first monday of the month and i'm gonna see a video people like that um yeah and just actually do it don't spend lots of time thinking oh yeah i'd like to do that but then don't get around to it just make a decision i'm gonna do it and then it's like you say if there's a group of you like you can use StreamYard. It's free. It's easy to do it. If it's just you on your own, then I think you can just literally go on YouTube and click broadcast or like go live or something. Or you know, if you don't want to go live, then pre-record it and edit out all the swearing and mistakes and stuff. <laughs> um, if you want to go to all the effort, but just you know, don't worry about. I've got to get a really fancy mic and a really fancy camera. Just go out and do it. And then you can get that stuff later if it's if it goes well. It'll get it'll you you can upgrade your tech better uh tech later. Yeah. Or just do um, what we did and don't upgrade your tech and yeah. just keep going. It's fine. Yeah, and turn up the sun to a million. <laughs> People love our audio quality. Yeah. yeah. Um, Maybe one tip as a as a prior viewer of this channel, mm-hmm. uh, it helps to have a face to the voice. Because before you did it without video, uh, I think it's much more appealing. I'm not saying you're pretty guys, but it's much more appealing to have a face to uh, that's talking to you. Yeah, yeah, and and I know. Think we do need to get. I I do want to get better audio for this channel. Like yeah. I I should get a. I want to get a condenser mic, because um, I know I, I've. I I. I stalk on TGA uh, the Grand Alliance forum sometimes and occasionally in their KO chat we come up but it's p- p- like a lot of responses are yeah but th- I don't really like listening to them because they don't because their their mics are so bad and I'm like yeah I should get on that I have but, a sneaking suspicion that with my birthday next week I might be getting on the microphone I think nice I don't know I suspect nice That'd be cool. Yeah, I, I, I should really. Get, they're not, they're not that expensive. You can get cheap, mm-hmm. functional condenser mics that sound better than rip off Apple earphone. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll work on the audio quality. We will. <laughs> and yeah. we'll have join, join our yeah. Patreon to pay for those mm-hmm. mics. <laughs> we'll start, <laughs> a, start a GoFundMe. <laughs> Um, make the pot make, make the uh, the eat the cast uh, legible. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess my I don't know my only, the only ad- other advice is probably not advice but more of a challenge is someone go make an iron jaws or a flesh eater course or whatever pick a faction and make a channel for it because I think it would be cool and. Mm. If if yeah, if you're not sure about doing it, you can use. We're meant we've got to nominate three people to do this. I am a war gamer challenge, so I'm going to be cheating mm. and make it four because we've already decided who we're going to do. My four challenge is anyone that's thinking about doing a like a faction specific show, make your first show the I am a war gamer one, and then you haven't got to do any thinking because you can just talk about how you got into the hobby. And then the rest of the discussion will just naturally evolve. 
so you haven't got to plan a fancy show or you know whatever you can just do the i'm a wargamer challenge as your first show done easy yeah we just we've got your content is created for you we've done it we're, we're, we're doing all the hard work for you here you just gotta you just gotta get a camera and, and talk talk into it get yeah. a phone just do it be I'm wargamer. I I started orcs because they look beefy, orcs. and I like and I like I like the war pigs, yeah. battle cabbages. I don't know what orc players like. I don't know. There'll be six Luminous channels like next week. There won't be because the only people that watch this show are people that like KO. <laughs> <laughs> but if, if maybe if KO is your second army and you've listened to us for an hour and forty minutes, not talk about KO. Or maybe a little bit we talked about KO, but <laughs> just ravaging on, then maybe you'll hear this challenge and do it. I don't know. Yeah. I like Lumineth because elves. Elves are my jam. Yeah. Get the get that Fire Slayer chat going, that YouTube channel. I'll join you as a guest. Yeah. <laughs> well this should be uh what's the name? I'll join your daughter's a cane channel. Don't know if I can say much to it, but I like the harpies mm. and the snakes. Kenny, that's his name, isn't it? Kenny Lowell. He should do the fire science one. He's the the granddaddy of fire science, isn't he? The, the, the name is familiar, yes. Yeah. He should do it. Yeah, do um, it. I've never spoken to him. I'm assuming he's... Kenny, he's you're up. Okay. Do it. <laughs> you're up. Go on. That's uh, it. Get I don't a mic. Think we've got any advice, have we? Because we're not very professional at this. But uh, should we do our nominations? Yeah. Yeah. So what are they? Uh, the first one, uh, the first uh, channel we're going to nominate to do the Armor of Wargamer Challenge is AOS Geeks. Um, if you've seen uh, Alex Fibadou or also goes by Adeptus Dysus on here uh, before and you liked listening to him and you speak French um, then go and try out their channel uh, all the content is in French um, so if you don't speak French then yeah learn French want, yeah maybe don't <laughs> you or learn French um, but yeah their new channel they've been putting out lots of content recently in, I don't know if it's any good because it's French um, but it's it's got him on it and he knows about KO. He knows his stuff. Um so at least the you know the KO content on there will be good. Um and I think they're all based in Canada. So I don't think we hear about the Canadian meta much. There's a lot of shows in the US and a lot of podcasts and stuff in the UK and stuff in Australia and New Zealand, but I don't think we hear much about Canada. So be good for people to check that out and even if you don't speak french there is one video where it's just footage of really cool looking armies from a tournament they had recently oh yeah so you, can watch that. you can everyone can, yep. it doesn't matter what language i don't think there's even any really speaking in that one you can also amazing that. ko armies on that show yeah check it out looks awesome so yeah aos geeks you are challenged um that sounds wrong. That sounds like they're like mentally challenged. They're not mentally challenged. <laughs> they're not. They are. They, yeah. <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> 
That's going to get some comments. <laughs> yeah. And complaints. It's um, not very PC of you there. Um, <clears throat> no, it just, it's, the, the phrasing <clears throat> didn't sound right, and it's what I meant. Um, uh, someone else challenged someone. Who else were we going to challenge? So, uh, if I understand this correctly, we need to challenge someone we actually know. I like think no, so. no, no. Uh, since I don't know any YouTubers, um, I I challenge. Uh, God damn it, Gary! Gary Percival, <laughs> start a YouTube rant show. Whatever. Tell us why Arcanauts are shit, and then tell <laughs> us why how you became a war gamer and why you are the war gamer you are today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or finally come on here. <laughs> you said you were yeah. ages ago. <laughs> yes. Either be here or do your own show. <laughs> yeah. Um or you know. Um go talk about KO on another show. But people want to hear what he thinks good. So and I want he's, to hear what he thinks. So he's great. I don't care, he's, what, he's, I don't care what show he does it on as long as I get to listen to it really. <laughs> So, rant about everything. No, one of the everything. first things I ever listened to was, well, not one of the first things I ever listened to, like ever, because <laughs> that probably was my mum or like a nurse or whatever. Um, but was like KO related was a Gary did a show uh, with AOS Shorts of like, his Masterclass series. So yeah, I, def I definitely know that Gary knows his stuff. Um, so, yeah, we want to hear, hear what he has to say. Yeah, we do. Do it, Gary. Yeah. Um, uh, another Ooh. channel we can challenge is uh, the Mitsu and Jimbo show. Um, we, I spoke earlier about how I got into KO, and they might not realize it, but my third ever game was against them in doubles. Ah. So, yeah, they were like my one of my introductions into and my first tournament experience, actually, because that was a tournament, my first ever tournament game against them. And they do a cool channel. Um, they have some nice hobby stuff on there as well. And they drink beer and talk about beer, which I drink. I just drink beer and talk about other stuff. They hmm. talk about the beer. They do like a whole segment or they used to. I don't know if they still do it. But they used to a segment of the hot hoedown where they try a new beer. So that'd be cool. Hmm. Uh, yeah. So I guess we've got after they probably don't watch the show after messages and say and ARS keeks and stuff. You have been challenged. And yeah. Cool. Um I guess that's it then. I guess we should thank yeah. uh Cinderfall for nominating us. Yep. Yeah. Uh, um, check him out on on Twitter. He's got a, a his Dad Hammer, I think, or or Cinderfall Gaming. Um, he's got he's he's on Facebook. He's on Twitter. He's he's on YouTube. He's doing um uh Black Library reviews at the moment. It's it's a very narrative focused channel. So if you if you're really interested in the the lore of AOS, you, you should go there. He's he's got a he's got some good stuff. Yeah, cool stuff. And there's definitely at least mm. one very good KO uh, battle report. Oh, I mean that—that's that's that's the highlight of the whole channel, obviously. <laughs> Although, spoiler: Alex cheats on 
the back on the I do. I do. <laughs> I move the I move the boat and then I get into it after it's moved. Ooh. Like rookie mistake. Like a cheater. <laughs> um it's just you just you just don't you just like I've never gotten back into one, so I was like, ah, you know, it's just it's a it's a it's a it's a garrison. I'll just read the garrison rules. Alright, you just have to be within holy within six, so I'll just Move the boat. Oh, look, I'm holding in six. I'm going to move into the boat. It's fine. You're so fast. Oh, dear. But it was narrative. It was. <laughs> so, so okay. it doesn't count. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> well, I guess that's it for the show, then. Uh, yep. unless, you, unless any of you guys got anything you want to add? No. I'm going to head off. Going to a Star Wars Legion event. Not talking Ooh. about Warhammer, but gonna take out some Arc Troopers and some Clone Troopers and Padme, and we're gonna gonna do some bullshit Overwatch shenanigans that I've just figured out they can do. Yeah. Cool. Sounds like fun. Yeah, it does sound fun. Playing games is always fun, whether it's Warhammer yep. or not. Cool. Nice. nice. AAT. Oh, Weaving Tarot as well. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, yeah, next li- time. yeah. If you like the show, uh, like and subscribe. Like, subscribe. Um, the show watch, are, watch this space for future yeah, episodes yeah. on everything Kale related. The shows aren't massively well organized, but they're normally a bit more organized than this one was, which was quite rambling. <laughs> But there we go. Yeah. So yeah, thank you for anyone that watched. Thank you. Uh Tyler, uh War Machine and uh Rocco in the chat. And yeah, thank you guys thanks for, as well. Coming and off. thanks for coming, Max. Yeah, well, thanks for having me again for the sixth time I think now. Yeah, yeah, basically. You're a regular feature now. Yeah, yeah I'm like a guest that's not leaving. Well and truly under the carpet, the Aper carpet. <laughs> cool. Right, well, <laughs> See you, everyone. Bye-bye.